1: Hello and welcome to Tuesday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I'm joined on this occasion by Duncan Mackay. Hello. And Craig Anderson. Hello. It's a, <laughs> <very> <laughs> it's a crossover, crossover episode Edinburgh and Glasgow merging into one. I just like mixing it up. Because there's no rivalry here, because we're here to combine forces
0: and Weep can we just into we, each other's arms? I was going to say that, 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 that this Edinburgh Glasgow rivalry thing, though, doesn't is a weird one because uh, only Glaswegians care about what Edinburgh like about the Edinburgh thing. As far as I'm concerned, like Edinburgh people are not really that fussed what Glaswegians think of them. Uh, it would be my opinion. So no. Yes,
1: I would agree with that. But I'm, then I'm also from Edinburgh. Yeah.
2: I'm not Glaswegian, so I'm uh, uh, and I technically don't live in Glasgow city council, Island, so fuck them. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I lived in Edinburgh for a long time, lovely place. So yeah, go for it. Great. Fuck Glasgow. Oh, that, yeah. Yes. Well,
0: there's a moment of unity. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, right. Can we can we not? Can we just maybe talk about this for the, for the next half hour and not talk about uh, what a shite national team we have?
1: <sighs> yeah, it's fair to say that. Um, the, the, Confidence the, 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 the has not been
0: raised at all The wheels have come off the Steve Clark bandwagon Yes, it's after like, four games
1: the had period did not last long
0: No, I mean admittedly mm-hmm. uh, Four games that you would not really Well, Cyprus at home And that, yeah, was, would, that was super convincing Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was super <laughs> And then, then two teams against Arguably the best side in the world And another uh, 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 against uh, World Cup Quarter Quarterfinalists quarter that definitely uh, Have, have should... a suspiciously good um Trans blood transfusion services. <laughs> uh,
1: <so. laughs> can uh, Yeah, I mean, like, so <laughs> they didn't get to a World well, Cup quarter final in their home country, though, but in their yeah. home country, yeah. the home countries tend to do a bit better than uh, yeah. You're just clapping there. Yeah, oh, those two. That they do better than, like, South Korea, for example. Yes. And uh, America when they've qualified for their group in '94 yeah. when they weren't expected to, and. South Africa winning a game. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's what we need to do then, host the fucking thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's only we qualify. Uh, Right, let's get to... Oh,
2: we're hosting this one and we're probably still not going to qualify, <laughs> so that's...
1: <laughs> right, rush, right, let's start with the Russia game on Friday. Um, So, take it all the way back. Team, first of all, any, was there any kind of descent at the start of the, the start of or were you fairly happy there, with
2: that? There wasn't, so I went to the game and I went with... Uh, with Graham and Craig Telfer, and and before the game, the only kind of discussion we looked at the team and thought, that's all right, I would have picked Ryan Christie. I think he's he's by far the best midfielder we have, um, in my opinion. So I was a bit disappointed he wasn't playing, but I wasn't like, oh, this is a terrible team selection. It it was fine. It was kind of what you would roughly put down on paper as a decent Scotland team. It, It doesn't mean all the players are good, but it's about
0: the best we had available. And it didn't start too badly. No, I mean, according to Roberto Martinez, it's the best fifteen minutes of Scotland they've seen in in decades. <laughs> I've no idea. And that what- is the damning. The, I mean, the thing is, there's parts of that is damning with faint praise because it's just 15 minutes and, and football largely last night eh? Uh but I, I, and also it actually could very much be true because Robert Martinez does strike me as a weirdo who has watched every single international football game that ever existed. His so, wife is
2: Scottish, so he yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and he, he said that he's talked about that is that his sofa is set up. They've got two TVs, and so they spend time on like an L-shaped sofa and that so allows him to watch a game of football in the hearth to watch whatever she wants and put them still to be together I mean that sounds um, weird
1: yeah I'd, I'd do that if I had enough money <laughs> <laughs> I'd do that anyway with the iPad and the telly yeah, okay. if, I was, if I had a big enough house and presumably if I'm national team Belgium manager I do have enough money for a house with a wall big enough to easily fit two TVs and a couch big enough to, to see yeah. this as well and with Martinez. okay but, um, this is using your money well
2: yes um well you know I thought that they start, I was just, I was trying, how I link this how did link this the no, start was no good even before the goal Like we came out of the traps flying um, I think I said we, we. someone asked in the group chat um, what we thought the score was going to be and I said I, I fancied this and I thought we were going to do like in a kind of Ukraine 2007 type mm-hmm. thing where we just yeah. absolutely battled them and we were 2-0 up in like 10 minutes and I just had a feeling about that game um, and, and yeah we came out we were flying it was a wide open game um, so they had A couple of half chances As well And then We did get the goal And, it was, and the goalkeeper Was um, was howling I thought he was, he was Pretty poor all the way Through the game Because um, he kind of Flapped that to again and, and it was a nice finish and, and at that point As When Steve Clark Was Kelly manager When we went 1-0 up Game's over. Very rarely Did we not win a game um, And so I was expecting him To shut up shop And kind of Tighten it up, but we didn't. For about ten minutes, we were too wide open, and then it was almost as if we got spooked by that, and then just went too far in the opposite direction. Because then Russia just battled this for the remainder of the game until yeah. until the last ten.
1: Yeah, I think it didn't help at all well that McBurney and McGinn started the game pretty well. And then faded badly. <laughs> I like, yeah. really saw either of them for yeah. the match. In fact, became so anonymous, I didn't
2: even realise when he was taken off. <laughs> all, Ollie McBurnie is a very strange player because all he ever wants to do is flick the ball round the corner. And mm-hmm. I, I remember uh, Costa Rica, he made his debut, started up front, and I was watching him and I'm like, you, you're all right. Like every time he would get the ball into his body and he would look and he would be either flicking it round to the right, round to the left, laying it off and I'm like, oh, this is what you want. And then I realised he literally never holds the ball. Literally never. (laughs) He always wants to just take one touch and I'm like, you you have to be unpredictable. You have to sometimes hold it. And okay, the the one time he nearly did hold it, the Russian boy absolutely battered through the back (laughs) of him and he seemed to to just bottle it from that point on. I had a More than a degree of sympathy for him the other night, actually, I thought, because he was so isolated. Forrest and Fraser were both hopeless. They never got near him the whole game. That was their job. McGregor, yet to have a good game for Scotland, got nowhere near him. And those are the three players that are in the team to do that. And we did notice when Christie came on later on into the game, he was making those runs between the two. Mm -hmm. McBurney had just gone by then, though. His head was just away. like He just... Just because someone paid £20 million for him didn't suddenly magically make him actually...
0: A £20 million. A £20 million million. He, he
2: might be okay, but as of yet, we have evidence of him scoring lots of goals in the English Championship. Well, so did Jason Scotland. So did Clayton Donaldson. Just because someone's paid 20000000 million doesn't mean yet that he's there. And maybe, maybe he's just been misused by Scotland. It's possible. But what we've seen so far from Oly McBurney, while he was isolated, while he was there... He doesn't do enough to drag himself into the game. If you think of Kenny Miller playing up front, a substantially inferior player in terms of goal record and all that, there's no way Kenny Miller would have stayed out of a game for that long. No, he might have scored, but
1: he would have. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just. Yeah. So then. So yeah, Scotland start to get a bit deeper. I still thought about when the rush equalize? About five minutes, five things. Yeah. I still thought around about the half hour mark. I was thinking, Scotland's still fairly in control of this. I'm thinking, right, this isn't this this campaign is over yet. The they, they win this game. And then I was thinking, we can get a draw against this lot in, in Russia. And then within within ten minutes, I was thinking, God please just hold it for a draw. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We we couldn't cope with them. We couldn't cope with um, Jub- Jubia at all. Yeah, now, he was
0: it's really good. <laughs> like, he, he was doing it last. He night was doing it in the World Cup it, as yeah.
2: well. He was. I mean, he was yeah. a handful for everyone. I mean, Spain PK. I think it was PK and Ramos played at oh, the half. For Spain, struggled to deal with him. He's he's ludicrous. He's an absolutely ludicrous player. The more I was saying in the game, he's actually very clean. He doesn't he doesn't elbow, he doesn't like he just, no, he's, he, he's just, just so white. Like, yeah. And and I mean he, he, that's not na- that's yeah. not a natural body shape and, and we can t- we can make a lot of jokes about it, but we are being a bit unlucky in that we are a team of midgets and we're playing against the two if I was to pick the two national teams in the world who are most likely to be dopers <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can chuck in um those two in Wales <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. I'm not saying they, were, I'm not no. saying they are. I'm saying if we were to rank them on a yes. list of who have been most, most, probable, most probable, I would I would put them in uh, those two in Wales very high on the list, and I would put Scotland very 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 near the bottom when you look at our players because if if that's what a doped team looked like, then God knows what we would look like without it. So um, we were just we we're just off the pace physically, um, especially against him But even the wrestling Golovin was was very good and very quick and strong as well. Ultimately, they're a much better team than us, and we didn't compete the way
0: we should. Yeah, and I think from this point, thing is, we, we, this is probably the best set of players we've had in quite a few years. And, and you can in probably make the argument with the level, level of you at level play, of yeah. level play yeah. and stuff like that, but they're just not performing in the way that they perform, in the, in the way that they get. I mean, I'm sure we'll get on Tandy Robertson, but I think that's a different thing. But okay, right. Dreadful. <laughs> yeah, both, both games. Both games. Absolutely dreadful. And I get. And I, I totally get that he, he cannot be expected to play for Scotland the way that he plays for Liverpool. But if he played like that, if he, if any of his positioning or anything like that was in a, a, a Liverpool, he would be who could that he'd have been gone. He it was. He would. Like, he stopped doing the very basics. Uh, like you, shutting like d- d- shutting down space. You'd just be happy because, if he played like he did
1: when he played for Hull. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but no,
2: and it, it, it's. You you start to think maybe um, maybe Striking was right to be picking Craig Forsyth ahead of him. But, uh, <laughs> but, but no, the the thing with Robertson is like he does the captain stuff very well on the pitch in terms of see when we were chasing the game, he's running to get the ball for thrones. He's showing all that. It's not a lack of wanting to be there. No, no, no. and he's and he's you know overcommitting himself. Which when you're two one down and five minutes to go, whatever, get play centre forward if you want. That's fine. But yeah, in terms of actually what he is as a left back
0: it's not good no, enough no no it wasn't it it's not good enough at the moment you can, go, for
2: sure. I mean, you can go across that back line and if you look at the three players who are playing alongside him well Liam Cooper he was making his debut both games he, he was not great but he, he's never played for Scotland before he's a championship bog standard centre half you don't expect much from him Mulgrew has experience I really like Charlie Mulgrew I think he, in terms of kind of culture and all that for mm-hmm. what he wants from a centre half again he He's not great. We know he's not great. And then O'Donnell. I mean, we love him. Yeah, I mean, we I, love I, I can't. It's he's, he's not his fault. It's he's, he's he's not his fault. He keeps getting paid. He's, he's he's had eleven caps for That's Scotland. Fucking
1: mental, by the way he,
2: He's eleven. He, but you watch him play for Kelly, and and he's a he's a good right back. But yeah. what he's not is a, he's never he's not a defender. He's not defensively. He was defensively okay in a rigid unit with Clark, and yeah, yeah it's the same manager. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I different yeah. levels but of yeah, position yeah. and stuff. But we we know he's not good enough. Nobody's trying... We've, we've not ever went, oh, Stephen O'Donnell, that, that's who we want on the opposite flank. Right, like he plays with uh, Robertson and Alexander-Arnold for Liverpool, and it's Robertson and O'Donnell for Scotland. It's pretty much the same. But it fundamentally remains, there isn't some other magic option out there. Even Palmer, who was the one that McLeish tried instead, he was also shit, but he might be worth a go again. He was injured, he wasn't in the squad, yeah. so... Calvin Patterson, Callum Patterson was, 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 not a right back. was yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're looking at Ryan Jack, who hasn't played there in five or six years. I did wonder if he was going to start the other night, but I mean, is he actually going to be any better of a right-back than Stephen O'Donnell? Probably not. Okay. Um, in, in the middle of the part, there's an argument he could have been playing because he would not have... I was going to say he wouldn't have allowed that to happen, but then he, he got absolutely bodied by Celtic the weekend before, having had a good start to the season. So you're looking at that and you're going, OK, at the very least, Andy Robertson just just be a left back, just be the one competent defender that the team can hang their hat on, and he wasn't. wasn't It wasn't even that. McTominay, I like him. I like. I can't decide if he's good, bad, or not. But the thing I really like is it's just a good, a good sign for uh, uh, an internationalist no, But he, the the one thing I always notice with him is how much how much he zips pace Into his passes, and I like that because that's what you want. Mm-hmm. That's as much as I can say for him. <laughs> McGinn, yeah, yeah barely kicked the ball for Scotland, likewise McGregor. So you're looking through that team, uh, David Marshall thought was excellent, um, against Russia. Um last night he was fine and what to do, but or, sorry, you didn't have anything amazing that you thought that' intended. he made hand, a, he made it? two really important saves against Russia at the time that you thought this was a Oh yeah, they were both Um so you feel sorry for him. But you're looking through that and you're thinking where is the you look at that left hand side of the Scotland team you've got Rob Robertson Champions League winner you've got Ryan Fraser all those assists in English Premier League and stuff
1: John McGinn reportedly worth £50 million.
2: yeah McBurnie £20 million striker Forrest who has been tremendous for Celtic for, right. for years and would probably fetch £15 million at least yeah. if someone bought him yeah. yeah McGregor likewise you would be talking about for a fee they're not doing it and it's not just like if Steve Clark hasn't got it out of them. Um, McLeish certainly didn't. Strachan, Stracken, Stracken well, points,
0: you but not I mean that was that was, I think that was He uh, didn't uh, pick McGregor. Yeah, and the, and that's like Ian Cocker. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. But Ian Cocker last night was saying, you that people like yo, this, you know in this idea of um oh you would it, be you people talk about it being a typically it'd be typically Scottish to go out and beat Belgium. You know? And he was like and the point he was making is like Scotland haven't beaten anyone that they shouldn't have beaten. Like you, there's not they're yeah, not beating. so it's Scotland done that kind of result
1: like that? It was Croatia. Croatia. Yeah.
0: And even then, they were on a they were like away. With, they were on a dip. So then you're going back to France. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's fucking ages ago. Like that is so long ago. And that and that is fine if you always beat the teams you're expecting yeah, to beat. Yeah, but we don't. Well, we don't. Scotland we go. We go, yeah. yeah. We go to Kazakhstan and lose. Um, we go to Georgia and we don't win. Like.
2: The, the, it's very hard. To, I think I think what you realise is, and, and we did say this at the time, and I think people took it for granted, regardless of whether the decision to get rid of them or not was right, Strachan, the run of form we had at the end under Strachan was sensational. We were unbeaten in six competitive matches. Yeah. We with the draw with England, um, we, we went on the run of wins, and obviously it didn't quite come together, but it was still a draw away that's, to Slovenia, it wasn't like...
1: That's what I always said about the striking decision, was that... Okay. I, I I really disliked I'm real. This <laughs> I really disliked striking and wanted him gone earlier, but when they didn't sack him, and they kept him on, and then they went on that run, and then they sacked him after that, it was like... So, What you didn't sack the him before, what, what were you looking for, really? Yeah. Because... They could scarcely have done any more. The only thing more they could have done was held out against England, and
2: that would have potentially changed ev- yeah. that would have changed everything. Or, or we had you know. the, we had a shot header cleared off the line in the last minute against Slovenia, which, oh, would, yeah, have been, it. which would have been a robbery because we yeah. were hopeless in that game. But, but we no, would have would have gotten the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. and and he, again, it's not to say that Clark cannot get the same out of the team because I think he can. I think we've we've seen that not just. Not just at Kelly, I mean, West Brom, he took them to 7th or something. So it's not like it's a one-off. Like, he has managed well at a good level. But the players' confidence... McLeish did more than just kind of do badly on the results front. He wrecked the confidence of a bunch of players because he... um, Like the Snodgrass, he seemed to just bin off. Mm. McMarshall was the same. The the good players, that they were playing... They were very wide open in every game, and that was kind of part of the problem. They were; it was exposing a lot of inexperienced players, and we expected Clark to shut up and tighten up. And it looked like he did in the Cyprus game, and then out in Belgium. In terms of a tactical performance for Scotland, you're looking at that and thinking that's kind of like how his Kelly team played. It. It's like yeah. it was organised, okay, we got we got scudded off a, a better team. But there was there wasn't a sense of that. Was, a there good was a sense of audience. a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. there so,
1: was at least signs for optimism. Yeah. There have been a couple of
2: there was none of game. there was none of that in either game. As soon as um, as soon as Russia kind of started running over the top of us, it was like we didn't have a an idea, and it was like uh, so. He takes a lot of the blame for that. I think we can't hmm. step away from that because he's chopped and changed a bit too much for my liking. Certainly, Um a uh, from the defence. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, diff- <laughs> yeah, the defence was the same, yeah. and McTominay was there, but. You have to just settle on players. I mean, Kenny McLean, I thought was excellent in the, the Belgium away game. He was superb. He, he was, was, he was he shit was... last night.
0: And um, Snodgrass, I, I didn't. I just didn't see. I didn't see why you would play Robert Snodgrass in that game. No, he'd have been night. better for the Russia game because yeah. he's he's kind
2: of a wee bit of a creative player. Whereas yeah. you're getting more graft out of Forrest in, in terms of tracking back to cover. Yeah, um, cover O'Donnell, which is needed. Um, so just can we m- never
0: play... Can we never start Phillips again? <laughs> can we just
2: Can we just never... Oh, I I thought his cameo performance on Friday night was as bad a performance as I've seen from a Scotland player in, ever, to it was, be honest. It was bad. It, Every it was, time the ball came near him, it was like it bounced him 90 yards away from him. <laughs> and he, I, I don't... I,
0: like, what, what does he bring? He's, but he doesn't play up front. He, this is the, the madness is he doesn't play up front for... It's club either, so
1: it's
0: what, what are we. What? So yeah, so we what of are we doing. What are
1: we doing? We've kind of moved on already. Yeah. So the, the Belgium team. What did you think of the starting up for, for that game?
2: Nah, just, just I mean, great bringing Christine I thought Christie was the one bright spark on, just despite what, but some some troll suggested to me on a social media the other night when I said so. Um I thought Christie was the best, brightest spark mm-hmm. from the the Russia game because when he came on, he drove with the ball. He looked for the ball. He try and make things happen. That's all we need. We don't need you to even be brilliant, which which I think he is. I think he's not long for Celtic would be my guess. But I was pleased to see him in. McLean I felt deserved maybe deserved another goal because of how he played in Belgium. I think we can we can probably cut our losses on him now. Um (laughs) and Yeah,
0: it it turns out that being a wacky character that when when you promotion um Last as long as until you you stop fucking marking in the penalty box.
2: Forest, Forest, and Fraser for me, regardless of having not played well, just keep just persist with them. Keep playing them because they are. If you're looking at how our Scotland going to win games, well, it's with the wide areas where we have good players who can actually hot teams. Both of them can. Just keep picking them. Um, so I, I think Snodgrass was he obviously wanted to give Snodgrass a go. Yeah, early, yeah. yeah, I don't. I didn't disagree with them being used at some point, but it was
1: quite a, quite an impressive eight minutes. though. I mean, McLeish would have been coming out afterwards and saying that was a very good start. It was so, and that's they
2: they started with the right attitude. They started on the front foot. You're not you're not ta- you're taking the game to Belgium in the sense that you're saying, look, we're not just here to sit back because you sit back and defend against them, you will lose, as we saw in yeah. in Brussels. So we're saying, look. Okay, you're better than as we know that, but we will go toe to toe with you as much as we can. The the goals, in fact, all three of the goals we can see in the first half are just unforgivable. Like yeah. Belgium didn't cut us open by playing through it. Well, I mean they did for the first goal, but how but, can but you possibly concede that goal at nil now after ten minutes? I, I just I,
0: it's naive. Uh, no, I it's not even naive. It's, like, it's negligent. Who? It's na- like it's negligent defending. Who?
2: Who isn't someone in that team has to have not meant to have been in the box there?
1: You would have thought so. Because you cannot, oh, yeah. you cannot leave. You cannot have like one player beat. Cause so it was. So O'Donnell was O'Donnell O'Donnell back. Was the, like he, he was on the, 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 the edge. Yeah, yeah, he was on the yeah.
2: edge. And then we had um, Robertson. Robertson was the one who was like. Anchor. All yeah, the way yeah. back. There needs to be another player because Aye. there were three Belgians. It was you Christy kind of, who
1: couldn't get back in time. Yeah. He's like spreading
2: the line of the pitch to try and get over. But but Christy's a an attacking player yeah. who you want in the attacking positions why is why is I guess the problem is and I think that's just the reason McTominay is big so you want him in the box for a header yes. both the centre-halves are aerial threats big. Um, even O'Donnell's, O'Donnell's big. fairly big so you want him about there because it, um, he's an aerial target and then you're like well, well that's that's a lot that's of your defensive this, players yeah. So you might uh, need to
1: uh, need, but, need either Fraser Or Forrest a, for a but, but even that trigger, rewind, trigger. Rewind Oh and, what, rewind I Or Rewinding Rewinding to I can't even remember If, if <laughs> that's the case like If you're if you if you're putting
0: That much of stock In set pieces They need to be better Than they were on yeah. Friday night For a certain Because every time walk, like Every time there's a corner It were dreadful They were just floated There was no It didn't seem like There was a plan For set pieces For attacking We don't really have like, A great set piece taker That's another
1: Maybe issue as well McGregor's not that good at them. Well,
2: Celtic fans will tell you. Charlie McGrew's an excellent set piece taker. I don't care if he's a centre half; just put him on
1: them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true.
2: Like, you saw his free kick against Russia, on it was—I mean, I was, we were sitting side on. It looked like it was pretty close right near yeah, the end. Yeah. Um, even uh, the problem is, he's probably also probably our biggest chance it's, of scoring a header. So it's like yeah. it's like that Bugs Bunny captain—you <laughs> yes. wanted to be crossing the corner in for himself, but you can learn how to take a corner. You yeah, can learn it through the corner in the space of in the space of a international training camp, let alone a professional footballer yeah. with a career doing it. Like, there's no excuses for that. But yeah, that goal to concede, and then yeah, the, the second one likewise. It's like, how can you give them free headers in the box? Like, I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, I, that I think that was the point. I think when it's when goal when it's goals that soft, like that is that is the reason why you're only getting twenty five thousand people turning up for these games. Like. With the best will in the world, like you, even like I don't, yeah, it's just so so frustrating to talk about because I feel like I feel like the five years I've been doing this podcast, like, there's, it's, it's kind of the same conversations <laughs> over and over again. Like it's, it's like we like, I, we're, like, like, we're like I know it's like we're, we're like we're like on the cusp. We feel like we're on the cusp of something, but we but again, I don't mind being on the cusp of something if you and and failing, but we see but. Because of other things that other people are doing better than us, we're, a lot of the time we're failing because we're deciding to cut our own feet off. I don't think we're on
1: the cusp of something right now. Well, playoffs, we're rubbish. 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 We're, we're, we've got all
2: in the playoffs. We've got a playoff we're at home. At home against someone's shit as well. We'll win one now. The, uh, we're not winning that. <laughs> uh, but I think someone I've, I've seen a couple of people make a good point that we're constantly chopping and changing the players, and, and that needs to stop. Yeah. Why do we like? Scott McKenna, I know he was injured, I Scott McKenna's not very good, but he's a young centre-half. Just keep picking him.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and the, the same with, even if it's McGinn, I, I don't think McGinn's been great for Scotland. But again, he's a fairly you young play, player. you're going to you play number
0: eight, just, just, no, just pick him over eight. and
2: over again. And by the time he has 70 caps, surely, they've like, got some semblance. And it's the point is, if, someone said, if um, Robert Snodgrass, if Kenny McLean was Northern Irish, they would already have 50 caps, because they're better than... What's an their team? Even O'Donnell is better than... I was looking at who they had at right Lee back in I mean, Dallas, up, up, was it? Yeah, yeah. Like they don't even of, have a right back. Up like, until a
0: couple of seasons ago, it was Lee Hodson. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it was, there's no... You cannot You cannot tell me that, that, no, that pound, uh, pound for pound and player for player in Northern Ireland are better. Connor Washington starting for
1: the I know, you missed that, Mr. Sir. <laughs> I mean, OK, they're,
2: they're also not going to yeah. qualify, so it's like a bad comparison, but... But they, they've qualified for something qualified recently for something and got out the group. And still a bit with
1: with more coherent than yeah. Scotland. did.
2: And the point is, We should go after their
1: manager. That's what
2: we do. So, someone did point out when went something ridiculous like seventeen games before yeah, yeah, winning. Yeah,
1: it, it took Coleman a while as well to get Wolves. Yeah. was obviously the, the, the blood up taking a while, like chicken. Um, <laughs> so, so that's that. There's no but, point. There's yeah. There's no like there's the no thing that people is just
0: like oh, we'll just get rid of it. like who what like you've you've again. It's a, like Scotland when the way they played it was a bit like the, the Mike Tyson quote: it's like, "Everyone's got a plan they the punch in the face." And that's the same with Scotland. The the the, 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 the The natural reaction of people is be like, "Oh, we just need to get rid of. We need to start again." It's like start again with what? Like that's like stop. Like almost none
2: of that team have any any caps in the first place. That's why that's why someone like Mulgrew is still there because well, you can't as as we saw in Kazakhstan, you cannot pick a team with literally
1: no experience. Like that team team itself, like Ryan Fraser. Ryan Fraser's only had like twelve caps. I
0: think keeps calling off. Yeah, he's he's. But uh, you know, and and another thing is we we are we are having success at at under seventeen. Under 19 level Even Under 21s it it, That's where it starts to fade um, That the, the, Do have players Of calibre we do, but this I mean, is the best. This is probably the best wall on paper we've had.
1: somebody said we should call up Billy Gilmore today. Can't no. remember who it was. Why?
0: Why? Because he started one game for Chelsea. Why fair, would you do
2: that to him as well? To be, to be fair, um, I mean, if he's,
0: he continues then he's a to play, have him yeah, in the heart. To army, be
2: fair, the Wales have been picking And okay, he's a big, massive boy again, interestingly. Um, <laughs> the Ampadu, uh, um, who was at Chelsea yeah. and is now in at Leipzig or something, but he's been playing for Wales despite not not necessarily in, mm-hmm. in the first team it's, there's no point in doing that type of thing for any old junk but, but Gilmore you can at least he's like a generational talent for yeah. Scotland you, like, like the fact that he's Already played for Chelsea yeah. at the age of eighteen, a team that's been notoriously the like difficult. This is, this is how it's, this it's. It's not that, but it's like yeah. okay. He's already oh, looking forward
1: to being rubbish for Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> but at least
2: you're like, well, he's got he's got something where he like. Hashtag he's,
0: respect our players. <laughs> he's, he's
2: worth he's worth like having a look at, yeah. I and mean, I'm not saying the problem is again. He's in. If he was a right back, he'd already play. If he was a centre forward, he'd already have about fifty caps. But <laughs> he's not. But uh, even in his position, it's not like would there be any? Would they? offer any less than Kenny McLean <laughs> and I like like I really like watching McLean as a player he's got a lovely left foot he spreads the pass really well It's
1: less than bugger all.
2: <laughs> but, but what's it he's 28 years old he's not he's not had many Scotland caps for a reason Yeah, yeah. just just Stop. yeah losses was set pick a core but, but see there's, there's just a lot of, why, like, why is Johnny Russell still there I mean fuck's sake he, wasn't, <laughs> he was barely good
0: enough at his peak yeah and now he's travelling what yeah fair play yeah, I mean like, amazing like, amazing effort but like what's the point point? The 8000 miles round trip or whatever like you know it's just like, to, to come on for 13 minutes in a game that's already gone no he's never ever done anything for Scotland he's always looked committed but, I mean that's I'm like right, if it, I mean a damn with feet. That's what Sean always says. People yeah. will say they like players because they run around a lot. Yeah, but, yeah. So you, that's that's enough for some people though. Like that's that's
2: that's where we've got to. Just leave your of players there. Like you look at the ones that are either all right or young enough. Yeah. The ones that have got the right attitude, and I don't mean that. I don't mean I attitude running about. I mean, I mean, the ones that you look at them and you're like, well, he thinks about the game properly. He. he He's got some modicum of football intelligence and he knows what he's doing, not Matt Phillips, essentially, (laughs) where you're just like,
1: what are you? Joel Joel wrote an article where he said that Scotland should kind of come up with an identity based on how football is played in Scotland, kind of in your face, very uh, fast-paced, very physical. Uh, I'm kind of all for that, but it's not exactly something we seem to be able to do at the national team at present, because I wouldn't mind building a team that looks like that as well, but a team that looked like that would be devoid of much talent.
2: Well, who have you got one? We're not, we're not blessed with big players. And that's it. If you look at Steve Clark and you think, well, I would say Clark's Kelly team in some ways typified that, certainly in the big games. Well, they, they were hard running. They were organised. They got in people's faces. They were quite aggressive. And they, they didn't have a lot of creativity. And that's probably what you say about Scotland.
0: Move the games to Castle. but well,
2: There we go. Who, well, who's he picking at that point? I mean, yeah. he's, if, he's, if he tries to emulate, he's... he's it's Kelly team, well, okay, he's got he's got the back four if he wants it. Uh, <laughs> you're you're pinching on a Patreon. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs>
2: but, but if you've got uh, Ryan Jackets, he's Alan Power. Who's he's Gary Dickard, McTominay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, again, it's all relative. Yeah. And then you're just like that. That's not that.
1: So it's something that we need to foster from a
0: younger age, like say, right,
1: scrap all this, right, all these passing triangles. Swap. <laughs> get, get running. <laughs>
0: It's a school of hard knocks. A project. a Project Brave school of hard knocks. Project, like, literally Project yeah. Brave. Yeah. <laughs> brave on the ball, you fucking Jesse. Right. Um, uh, something, so, Colts teams would solve this, surely. Of oh, course, it, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: Bringing back reserve football. Oh, no, we've already done that. Sorry. Yeah, 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 Everything's got done.
0: much better. Uh, it's because we're a country of middle class. Right, that's so, like actually <laughs> what
1: I was going to bring on to the next point. Uh, the big talking point today is what Chris Boyd said after the game, where it was kind of a, a, almost like a cult
0: arms. So, and it's almost, almost like someone had said, oh, "What you should definitely do is this is this game's going shit. Maybe think up a rant that could maybe be clipped up for social media, and that would that would look really good." Um, I don't know That that that's a cynic in me but,
1: um, <laughs> so what do you think is, uh, also is, can is, I just uh, point out Willie Miller's got
0: a lot braver uh, about uh, the performance of Scotland manager since it's not his pals that are doing the job uh, I, can't remember who for. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I can, I can criticise
2: w- Willie Miller as an absolutely fucking atrocious pundit. to <laughs> I okay. um, um, right um, <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Um, right, so what do you think about Boyd's covers? Because like, a lot of people shouldn't like, agree. A lot of
0: people yeah, a lot of people like public executions, it doesn't necessarily mean they're a great idea. Like
2: there's a modicum of I, I don't agree with them generally, but I think there's like a, a grain of something in there. In general, kids don't play outside as much. Even I, I wasn't a particular active I played football every now and then. Folk played out there's not
0: there's not an athletic culture in Scotland. No, I, like you no, know, there's people no. that, that play play for a sport, but they, there's not the same. If you go to Germany or you go to you know obviously we we'll talked about that, or you go to Holland or or Iceland, there's there's sporting clubs and societies that you're members of that you that, that is essentially your local leisure center and things like that. There's just there just isn't that just doesn't exist here. You it, the boys' club set up and school football set up like we're still. If you listen some we're still dealing with the legacies of an a 1970s teacher strike on the influence I had on PE, like you if if you if you listen to some people. Um
2: so, yeah. so these things all get packaged up and it's like I think it's fair to say that, that kids don't play or disorganized running about football in the streets. But they probably how, don't in Belgium.
0: How how much
2: does that how much does going out and playing the odd game of Running about shit football in the studio, pal, really help you as a professional athlete? Is my question. Is it actually any more conducive to being a good professional athlete than what kids do, which is actually have training with proper coaches yeah. and qualified people? What I might do is, is I think it adds a bit of bravery and maybe there's a bit of gallus and a bit of a kind of attitude, mm-hmm. which I, I think is one thing that I think there's a, a massive um Lack of personality attitude, in that squad, if, yeah. attitude issue with that squad, yeah. yeah. Um there's players those so say take like a Callum McGregor or Jane Forrest type players, right? There's nothing wrong with those types of attitudes. They're kind of quiet guys, they are fairly unambitious. And I don't mean that in a bad way, I just mean they're not they're not like striving to Go and play at the top level. They're pretty happy playing for Celtic. Quite really they're Celtic fans. It's a it's a good place to play your football. I'm not criticising them for it, but they maybe lack a bit of ambition in their career, and that's okay in a team. The problem is you can't have too many of those players. You need the guys that are the the spark.
0: Yeah, you need. There's, there's not a lot of chippiness. Yeah, in yeah. that like that, that Scotland team. Like, you want, know, like, not even that like nastiness or but just a. a just anybody who gets under the skin of an opponent. Scott
2: Brown, Scott Le- Le- Brown Le- yeah, Scott Brown maybe. Um, maybe, but and and yeah, so we, it, it's just all these wee things that they don't seem substantial. And you can talk about it being kind of a just just focusing on football. We're not good enough. We're never going to be good enough to win tournaments by just being better at football than other teams. We can be good good at football, and that's our mm-hmm. aim. But we do need to have all these little extra ten percent. We need to have the atmosphere. So you can talk about what are the atmosphere at Hamden the way it's generated at the moment, right, I don't think it is. I think there's, um, the SFA have gradually not been taking the right approach in terms of how they promote atmosphere at the game. I, I talked about, I mentioned this on Friday night, that it's starting to be like a family friendly atmosphere and there's nothing wrong with that, but the kids really actually yes, want it. Well, that's is. what I mean. Do, <laughs> the kids actually want to go to football and have clowns and have wild Idlewild? No, they, they want the noise and the atmosphere yeah. and the lights and light they want Scotland, and they to, Scotland win. to win. And, so at half time, when they're playing highlights of a two nothing victory over San Marino in the under twenty ones, how is that getting the crowd going? Yeah, no. And that's a crucial qualifier where you're drawn one each at half time and you need to win. And I think back to two thousand and seven. Yeah, it was the what is the Lithuania game, um, or the, it could have even been the Ukraine game. And okay, we're, we're winning, and all, but they had like the crowd doing a sing along to um Lomond or something yeah. like that, and it's like. The whole place was bouncing. See when those teams came out for the second half, the place was bouncing, and that's uh, you need every one of these. Again, that's not enough to win you the game. Just having a, a great atmosphere is yeah. not enough to win yeah. the game. Just having a prick in the midfield is not enough no, to win no, you the but game. But it's the is, yeah. All of these things together, and we're not we're not doing it. So, so, what Chris Boyd talks about touches on that in the sense that yes, we, if we had players who were a bit more gallant, if we had players who. But a bit more. I guess it's about adaptability, isn't it? It's about intelligence on the ball and adaptability, dealing with circumstances and dealing with adversity and anything. Yeah, type I don't. I don't. Life.
0: It's not. It's not a particularly resilient team at the yeah, moment. I think, a, really a a I think that's the but you can make it. Make an argument that, that we don't. As so, football, I, 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 really we, we, but we don't as, a, as as we don't really have that in Scottish football at all. There's not that many. There isn't that many players that have. Just like, like a bloody record in Europe. Yeah, like, it just doesn't. It doesn't. We don't have the the big time mentality. Like that's why Scott Brown has been at Celtic for what twelve years now. Like you know, like there's a reason for that. Like that's someone that's someone who should have gone and tested themselves. Is what you going back to the point with McGregor Mac- and But it
1: also speaks to something else as well about having characters like that in the game. And that Scott Brown has kind of been like a giant of the domestic league for so long. Whereas maybe in years past, there would have been. Other guys kind of similar to him, and their attitude yeah. towards the game, and they're not taking any
2: shit kind of thing. So, and that's all about the, the class thing that gets touched upon. But there's a lot of stuff I remember reading stuff before about like a lot of the England team just now are very, middle, very middle class, and yet what you see from them is they have a different attitude. It's, it, they've got they've got they're still pricks in general, but <laughs> it's a different type of being a prick. It's yeah. like a it's like a it's, believe, a, it's a, a, tor- a Tory prick know? type yeah. prick yeah. instead okay. of like a sort of neddy labour prick so we don't have either we seem to be in the middle it's like uh, it's all the 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 SNP types (laughs) uh, but uh, but no but there is that sense like because there's something to be said I think I think someone made the point that Kevin De Bruyne is not he's middle class very middle class and that he's a about robot as well.
0: When you read, read any quotes about me, he's a proper robot. Like he's like, I don't get faced by atmosphere. I don't like the thing about the Tottenham standing. There, it doesn't make a difference to me because I'll still score goals and I'll still win. And 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 so that's like there, there's been stuff
2: about that. But how that type of player is more of a problem solver and having a creative player, a problem solver. Brian Christie's probably, and I'm not comparing him to De Bruyne, but he's. Presumably, for the middle class, given his dad was a professional footballer, he's not going. To and been, lives in the high. Yeah,
0: he's hands. not going to be
2: raised in you know the the tough streets or anything like that. And you can see that in his game. You can see that there's a there's a different way of approaching the game. So yes, what boy said there's probably some truth in that, but it's it's wrapped up in a massive steaming pile of cliched bullshit, which is what you get from most pundits most of the time because they're. they're well, like I'm doing now, they are being forced into an opinion. Yeah, yeah. They, they, Maybe they don't hold that. And strongly.
0: again, like what I think we've said, well, the, 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 there's a false sense of where Scotland should be as an international football nation. I, I like the that legacy, the, obviously, there's always going to be. I think we have an inbuilt advantage because we've been playing the game since 1872. Like you know, and we, that well, advantage it. isn't there anymore. It's been rubbed away, yeah. I think yeah. that's I think that's what you can say, you can say now. But you know, we, we still have an influence of a nation of five million in terms of IFAB and stuff like that. Is not like the, the, those are not. They don't make a difference to tomorrow night to last night, but they, the, there is still that prestige. I think Scotland Scotland is still a... A potentially prestige fixture for fans uh, for for opposition to play against because there's a history because we actually we still remarkably still have a winning overall winning record and which not a lot of international have <laughs> no it, it's, it's going soon but how <laughs> close I think, so it's, it's, yeah, I think yeah. it's about forty. I think we've got forty more wins and losses. I think. Okay. Or like that. um i have been done in two years. But for the I mean, <laughs> in terms of the
2: attitude of like, say if we'd lost four now to Spain last night, there would not have been nearly the same amount of inward looking yeah. even though Belgium are the number one team in the world Belgium are, are fucking Belgium Belgium are Belgium right yeah. because it's and we're always impressed by names in Scotland Yeah. so you can be like it's like oh we've we, we got to be off Russia how can we lose to Russia it's like, well Russia are better than us of course they're better than us <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're, like they're, their on they're on country.
0: Yeah, they're on performing for where they should be in terms they're of the but, yeah.
2: but Belgium are the world number ones for the reason and they've got Players that are way better, even for us having saying, you know, "Oh, we've got these Premier League level players." They've got players. level above that, they've got guys sitting in the bench who would, would, would be our best player essentially. Yeah. And again, had we lost, we'd still have said if we lost 4-0 at home to Germany or Spain, we'd have went, it's oh, a shit result." There's no way we'd have had this much of a meltdown. And so, in some senses, that's a bit unfair. And that that kind of speaks to our deference as a culture. I think I think there's a. Um, Fairly poorly written and kind of cliched university essay to be written, but that's about how it all ties in with our kind of national psyche in relation to independence in relation to everything else. Scottish yeah. Cringe, I can no? imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuart Cosgrove writing something along these lines as well about. Um, Is anyone from the VC? Don't know about? I like I like Stuart Cosgrove I was just saying he's the type of person who would who would write yeah. that kind of a cultural. Um, yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah, um, that cultural kind of article, but I think I think there's a lot to be said for that. There's an attitude issue, and and you can talk about all this. There's a fatalism yeah. as well
0: that involves, isn't
2: there? An, an unwillingness to, yeah, yeah, to, to think differently. I think would be fair. Which for as a nation of inventors and all yeah. you know, that in the past is, is just interesting. It will be interesting to see. We are increasingly having a lot of players going overseas. Yeah, if that's exactly. going to influence it, you look at Liam Henderson. You look at even Ollie Burke's been in Germany and in and now in Spain. Yeah. Is that going to have an impact or not? Yeah. Who knows? Just, just in terms of, um, I, I can speak for a completely different field that I work <laughs> in. Going, I went and obviously lived in Australia for a couple of years and just being somewhere different, you think about things differently. You, you obviously do. You're immersed in a different culture. You, you're forced and to, you're 80, forced to, yeah, yeah. It's definitely helped me in, in my career in terms of how I think about things. It may have affected my life negatively in other ways. <laughs> who knows? But, um, it, it does change. And I think just having that mix because, it can't be helpful as well having a team of players who Aren't
0: grow up in Scotland, go yeah, and play in
2: England. That's their life. They don't think about anything else. There, just needs to, there needs to be a mix of characters. Maybe that's the point we're trying to make here um, as I try and labour this whole thing. <laughs> there needs to be a mix of characters. But, and and the, we, do but, we have yeah. a mix of characters? Do we really have players that are that different to and each the, other?
0: But there's also, there's also an element that... that there's a part of the there's a part of the Scottish psyche as we we're saying that, that loves this that loves this wallowing in defeat and like and and you know you can see the the tab, the, the, the tabloids would much rather uh, we we get thumped than we lose narrowly and stuff like that. And that's, like, that's like, not so. Oh yeah, no that I, I think that exists as well, but they, but the England have, have, are changing that in terms of they're creating a ton of vision. I, I we're can't... still susceptible to that. I think, that's, I could argue, I'd argue the
2: same thing happens in England, it's just at a, a different level because yeah. they're better overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they get to a quarter final, they have this exact same thing that we you have know, at this
0: Yeah, with their papers go to Lally, yeah, they they're, they're, the they're, like they're, they're a
1: football-rich country with a yeah. history that's got 59 people, Yeah.
2: yeah. to five. Yeah. Um, And okay, yeah, they're, they're doing things differently in some ways, but I think they the still same, all the, the same they've, ideas. They've, as they've, still, they've still,
0: underachieved they've as well, they've not won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're actually we're not that bad. <laughs>
1: okay, everyone's fine, right? So end of a positive. Uh, everyone's fine. Fuck England, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Duncan. Thank you very much, Craig.
2: I'm sorry, I feel like I did a lot of heavy lifting. I was you ahead. did. I wanted to get off my chest oh, there. I good. think in, uh, enjoyable. if you can make anything coherent out of it, then you're then the biggest
1: Scotland fan of three of us. So it was only fitting you'd done heavy lifting, oh,
2: especially after the you kind know, of um, travails I had actually getting here. It was quite uh, <laughs> yeah, It was worth the wait. Yeah, <laughs> I think right. it, f- it fired me up. Right,
1: if you'd like to listen to more of us, we'll be on the Patreon, uh, patreoncom forward slash 10 this podcast is a little as two dollars a month. You can get more extra content if you want, even more content on top of that. As I struggle to say, content that is five dollars a month. You can also find on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Guys, say goodbye. Goodbye. Cheerio. Bye. We'd like to conclude this episode by passing on our love to longtime terrorist supporter and listener Fraser. All our thoughts are with you and your family at this time.